You're listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. So today is my my grandmother's birthday. My my grandmother Ethel Mackenzie Bradford. She's 96 years old. And I've talked on on this show. I talked about this time last fall, so my grandmother's birthday is on the 26th of October. My mother's funeral was on Halloween last year. So this time last year, I was down at at Royal Funeral Home and I was coping with the loss of of my mother from from COVID-19. I was coping with the loss of my grandfather, who I was extremely close to. Losing my mother and grandfather basically in the same week was the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. Completely changed my perspective on on humanity, my perspective on God, made me question life itself, my own own desire to to continue. What was my life going to be? Um, I was so close to my mother, talked to my mother every day. My mother is the one that wouldn't let me give up when, when I was really sick with Lyme disease. And we didn't know if I was ever going to walk again. We didn't know if I was ever going to work again. We didn't know if I was going to have any type of normal life or if I was heading for a nursing home. Imagine being 31 and having a doctor say that, hey, you might have to go to a nursing home. You're independent and healthy, playing basketball, coaching basketball, working and and successful. And your life just spirals out of control. Well, my mother nursed me back to, to health, my mother and grandmother. Back in 2011 and 2012, my mother and grandmother nursed me back to health when I was at my worst. So losing my mother and being helpless and and unable to help her, I would have gladly traded places with her. She took care of my grandfather. She was taking care of my grandfather at the end. We believe that there was an outbreak in, in a nursing home where my grandfather was and that she got COVID at the nursing home and and she was she was healthy for all we knew and 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 double vaccinated but had a breakthrough case and ended up on a ventilator and and ended up dying and i i sat and i watched my mother die and suffer for 45 days and i spent so much time crying i spent so much time in depression and complete peril not leaving the house not taking a shower not eating Just, just sitting in a, in a dark room with the shades drawn, trying to cope and, and trying to figure out what, what the next steps were going to be. And I often say that 
I inherited my grandmother because because with my grandfather passing away, he was 96. And I was very fortunate. I had my mother until till she was 70. I had my grandfather until he was 96. I have my grandmother who's 96. A lot of people don't get that time with their loved ones. I can't imagine losing my mother if I was 15 or 16 and then having an algebra test the next day. I don't know how people cope. I don't know how, how people become adults without their parents. My mother taught me how to treat women properly. My mother taught me as an educator, got me an early starting on reading and got, got me an early starting on math. It was really the architect of my, of my academic success, which I was a, an A student the majority of my life. I was the president of my class in high school and, and have had a very successful career and, and went to a phenomenal business school, Miami University in, in Oxford, Ohio, the, the fighting Ben Roethlisberger's. And my mother was behind all of that. My mother pushed me to be excellent. And my mother pushed me to give back. And my mother pushed me to never be satisfied. She instilled the spirit of, of volunteering and, and the spirit of, of giving of my money and, and my time and, and giving back to young people. So when, when my mother passed away, my grandmother, who's, who's going through something much worse than I'm going through, right? My grandmother lost her spouse of 73 years and lost her firstborn daughter. And as a person that works in elder care, I was very concerned about my grandmother and her health. I was concerned. Unfortunately, most people that lose their spouse that are in their 90s, they have, they have 90 to 120 days to live. And I spent a lot of time with my grandmother, I almost moved in with her for four or five months. I was, I was there three, four days a week and watching her routine and, and, watch, and watching her if she was cooking for herself and if she was bathing herself. And, if, and I'm, going through, I'm going through the deepest, darkest depression possible. But I'm watching her. And my grandmother was so strong and, and so resilient. And it was tough for her. It was tough to bury her husband. It was tough to bury her daughter. And my uncles are there. My, one of my uncles lives in D.C. I have another uncle that lives in Huntsville, Alabama, not too far from, from my grandmother. He's experiencing some health challenges. And I spent a lot of time talking to my grandmother about family history and talking to my grandmother about her time growing up in Jacksonville, Florida. And her time going to Oakwood College then, now university. And she talked about all of the traveling she did with my grandfather and, and going to Asia, going to Hawaii, going to Africa, going to all of these places around the globe. As my grandfather was, was a minister and an administrator and traveled a lot. And over the course of time, I saw how strong and resilient my grandmother was. And, and I, I've always been close to my grandmother. I was really, really close to my grandfather. I was my grandfather's chauffeur. I spent a lot of time. I've talked about him on, on this show before. I was always with my grandfather. We would, we'd be up till three, four in the morning talking. He was a prolific writer and, and an avid reader. And we would just be talking shop and almost until the sun came up many times. He'd be getting on my nerves. I'd be like, this is when I lived out in Seattle. I'm like, granddad, I just flew and I took a red eye from Seattle. Man, I can't talk to you until three in the morning. 
And you say, Jay, just, just give me another, just give me another 20 minutes. Just another, another 20 minutes. And I noticed that I would be having these same conversations with my grandmother. I'd be up with her. It'd be 3.30 in the morning. We'd be talking. She'd be playing the piano. Might microwave up some cold pizza. And over the last year, I've watched her strength and how resilient she is and how determined she is to, to stay independent. My grandmother, she has somebody that comes in and does a little cooking and cleaning for her. But for the most part, she, she's extremely independent. I was out with her one day and, and, and she walked outside. She pulled out a hose and started watering the grass. I said, Grandma, I can do that for you. No, I, I'll take care of it. And what I realized just a couple of weeks ago, I'm at my, I'm at, it's actually when, when Carlin and I were down at Oakwood University and we called a basketball game there. I got, there was a little virus going around. I had a, like a 24 hour stomach bug, nauseous, little fever, sweating, just couldn't even look at food. Just the, the sight of food made me sick. And so my grandmother comes in to, to wake me up, says, hey, I have some breakfast. I say, hey, I'm not feeling well today. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty nauseous. I'm just going to lay here in bed. My grandmother came in later that day, brought me some peppermint tea, sat down with me and talked to me while I'm in bed in the fetal position. And was 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 cracking some jokes with me, and, and at one point I said, "Grandma, you're making me laugh, and I'm and I'm nauseous. I don't I don't want to get sick." And she said, "She said, well, Jay, you're 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 my baby, and and you're always going to be my baby, and I'm always going to take care of you as as long as I'm here." And at that point, I realized that I didn't inherit my grandmother. My grandmother actually inherited me. She's been taking care of me. She's been mothering me. She's been holding me down. She's been cooking for me. She's been sitting up till three in the morning talking to me to keep me sane, to keep me together. She's been the the guiding force keeping me from sinking into the abyss of, of depression. And I realized that. I would have never gotten through this dark time without my grandmother. I thought I thought I was the one that that was that was holding her down. She's been the one that's been holding me down. You are listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. This is Lance J. for MedHealth Clinical. When was the last time you had an annual wellness visit? MedHealth is currently accepting new patients and all major insurance carriers, including Medicare. This experienced team focuses on wellness and disease prevention while developing personalized care plans that mitigate chronic conditions and encourage holistic wellness. To learn more, go to MedHealthClinic.com. That's MedHealthClinic.com for primary care that's always there. 
I'm the latest hashtag challenge. And everyone on social media is trying me. I'm trending so hard that hashtag common sense can't keep up. This is going to get tens and tens of views. But if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, you could be left to pay for this yourself. Get Allstate and be better protected from mayhem for a whole lot less. This is Lance J, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. The Lance J Radio Network is now on WWE 1100 a.m. weekdays from 3 to 4 p.m. I've been wanting to get into the Atlanta market for a long time. Listen to me and the rest of the ticket talk sports, politics, healthcare. as DJ Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flip Mode Squad, shines on the wheels of steel playing the best in classic hip-hop. Catch the show live or download the iHeartRadio application. James Lewis. Tell us about Retro College, man, and just the innovation behind that and how you are out here single-handedly repping Oakwood University and making sure the whole world knows. When I go to the airport, I see people wearing their Alabama stuff. I see people wearing their Ohio State stuff. I see people wearing their Duke in North Carolina stuff. Now I can wear my stuff. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. I wanted us to have the same pride man, that a Howard and a Hampton uh, alumnus would have. So I, I did something the first person to ever market Oakland you put, you, put, you put your own money up, too. Yeah, that's, that's I love fact. people that put their own money up. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.